At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the It Just Works podcast. I'm your host, Ryan. I hope you have all been doing well. I feel like it's been a long time since we've talked, but really, it's only been a week. But I've been on vacation from work, so time is moving kind of slow for right now. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about Destiny's live stream for their 20th anniversary and just the upcoming expansion. And then we're going to be talking about Xbox's Gamescom excuse me, uh, showcase and then opening night live for Gamescom. There's a lot to talk about in this episode, so please uh, strap in because there's just so many announcements and release dates uh, that we're going to go over uh, in this episode today. However, I want to take a moment to ask you guys to follow the Instagram, so that is at It Just Works Podcast. Once again, that is at It Just Works Podcast, where if I actually do anything, it's posts, questionnaires, or polls. Um, lately, I've been lazy and I really don't know why, because like posting on social media is so easy, but yet, you know, uh, I suck at it. I'm going to work on that. <clears throat> it's a tough one. But yeah, if you can follow us on there, if you can share the page with anyone you think would be interested, uh, I'm really trying to grow the page. Um, it's something I want to work on really bad, uh, along with the podcast itself. Um, but I really appreciate all of you guys engaging on it. It's so fun to talk to you guys or just see your comments on the posts or uh, stories that I do. Um, so yeah. The follow us at It Just Works Podcast. But that's enough for me, so let's go ahead and cue that intro. talking about the destiny live stream first um but before i get into that i wanted to talk about a plague's tale innocence it's a game created by sobo studios the people who made microsoft flight simulator it is a game that takes place in the 1300s and in france in the 1300s and it has to do with the black plague and i am playing it for the first time ever starting last night it had a series upgrade so i decided to play it because why not it runs at better fidelity and frame rate um, the game is mind-blowing. It's very simple. It's simplistic. There's nothing really crazy about it in terms of gameplay. and It's like a walking simulator with some slight gameplay elements. Um, so, you're a, so you're a daughter of a lord, and your younger brother is infected. Uh, we don't know why or how, besides uh, you know potential bloodlines and just... The story gets a little more dense, but I don't want to get too much away because I don't know everything yet. I'm only f- I'm on my fifth chapter. Uh, probably played for four hours. I think every chapter so far has been like an hour or more. Um, the game is amazing. I love it to death. It's so cool to see more on the plague and you know the the music that plays every time you're in a tense moment. Um, just 
Absolutely mind-blowing. So I wanted to talk about that real quick. Um, really trying to be vague because I don't want to give anything away. If you have not played this game yet, it's on Xbox Game Pass. Please go check it out. Please, it's it's just it's something different and fun. And if you want to experience a really cool story, I think so far it's worth everyone's time. They're also making a sequel that comes out next year. So uh, based off that trailer, it still follows the the daughter and the the son. So a lot to look forward to there. I can't wait to do a full review on that game if I finish it in time. Um, but please go check it out. So Destiny had a live stream uh, the day, was it the day? Yeah, the day before the opening night live as well, and also an hour before the um, Xbox game showcase for uh, Gamescom. And it's the 20th anniversary of Bungie, so hats off to them. I, I think that's I think that's so damn cool. They played a lot of like old school footage of development during Halo and Myth and Marathon. Um, a lot of Halo LAN parties that they had as a development team and just some classic gameplay that really just, you know, pulled on the heartstrings because a lot of us missed that bungee. Um, yeah, so it was really cool to just see them talking about it, though. It's nice to see a developer still talk about something that they're proud of, you know. Yeah, 343 took the mantle of Halo, but, you know, Bungie still created it, so it's nice for them, whoever's left from that era, to still talk about it, and I, I just think that's so cool. Um... So they announced the Witch Queen expansion, which will be coming out February 2022. It is uh, the, the Oryx's uh, sister. Apparently she's, apparently she's even more of a threat than him. And uh, she has like a castle-like area, and it's on a jungle. Um, they show some gameplay. And there's um, hive enemies that are like guardians. They even have like some of their own little guardian abilities. But there's also, like, Hive ghosts that are bringing them back. Uh, very cool stuff. Looks like a cool mechanic. Um, but like I said, there's new location, like biomes, like castles and swamp areas. Um, so you got the Hive Guardians and Hive Ghosts. Uh, there's a new melee weapon called the Glaive, which will be their first, uh, their very first first-person melee weapon. That was tough to say. But it's also an energy weapon, so you can shoot mid-range um, energy shots. Uh, it looks cool as shit. Kind of reminds me of the Star Fox spear, now that I think about it. Crystal's spear. Um, there's weapon crafting. So for the first time ever, there'll be weapon crafting. So you can craft weapons from the Legacy era, uh, new weapons, and um, new the new era weapons, and then brand new weapons for the expansion. Uh, it's a whole new mechanic that they're adding to the game. I think it's going to be pretty badass. Hopefully it's not too convoluted, and hopefully it's easy for people to access and really get into. It sounds cool. Um, obviously, the expansion includes a whole new campaign, and then they're also adding a legendary difficulty like Halo, and it'll create a whole new challenge for players that they haven't added before, although I felt like the Nightfall did a pretty good job of that. Um, so uh, the Destiny Saga... With this expansion, with the season, I'm, I'm assuming the season um, that they're having for the expansion, uh, they're saying it's coming to an end, that they're closing the door on this story, and uh, it looks like it's going to be very promising um, with the latest season that just started last week, uh, Season of the Lost. Uh, Crossplay is here, so now you have PlayStation, Xbox, Stadia, and PC players can all play together. Uh, season of the Lost is from August 24th to February 22nd. And you might hear my page, sorry. I put Season of the Lost is a prologue of the Witch Queen. Oh, I'm sorry, 30 years of Bungie. I said 20 years, my bad. 
uh, 30 years of Bungie. So they're going to be having a 30th anniversary event towards the holiday where you can get the Claymore Sword from Myth. You can literally get Marathon Armor, which if you didn't know, the security armor is based on that armor from Halo. Um, so you can get that. Uh, Galahorn is coming back. I thought that was super badass. And I want to reiterate that it's 1991 to 2021. Uh, it is 30 years. Uh, just congrats to them. Uh, I think that's so amazing. Um, there's a lot of cool stuff going on with Destiny. I, I thought the Witch Queen looked cool. I thought the new biomes looked amazing. The forest looked re really cool. Um, the new weapon, the Glaive, looked super badass. You know, now you can have a, a fucking bow, a Glaive, and a sword. Like, <laughs> I just, I'm a sucker for that stuff where we have futuristic games, but those primitive weapons still have their use in some futuristic fashion. I'm all about it. So, I think that's so cool. Um,. Yeah, I think a lot of De I think Destiny fans have a lot to look forward to here. Uh, it's kind of cool to talk about Destiny on the podcast because even though I have a lot of grievances with the franchise, it's also provided me with some of the best moments from the last generation. Um, I still think it's a fun game. Uh, I think the problem I'm having, which I was telling my friends, you know, shout out to Trevor and Will. Uh, it just when you play games like Apex, who have such a great mobility in first person and then the gunplay. It's really hard to go back to Destiny, and it's not that the gunplay isn't good. You know, Bungie clearly nailed that, but it's that the movement and everything feels so chunky or blocky. Um, just it just feels so slow and stagnant. I really am not a fan of it. I think it needs to be improved quite a bit. And obviously, we're talking about Destiny Two here, though a game they've been updating and you know working on and improving. Um, Destiny Three will most likely have that better mobility. Uh, so yeah, I think there's a lot to look forward to here. Um, I think it's fantastic. It was a very cool live stream to watch. They're so excited. They have some new figures coming out, a collector's edition of, um, the witch queen, which will come out and then I'll have like a, a hive ghost, a replica that you can take home and display it. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. But I want to go ahead and talk about destiny two real quick. Please keep an eye out for the witch queen It is coming out February, 2022. And Season of the Lost, a prologue to The Witch Queen, you can actually play right now as you're hearing this. So go check it out. And uh, we're going to take a quick break, and I will be right back. All right, we are back to talk about Xbox's Gamescom Showcase, which is way more than I thought it would be. Um, looking back at it, because it's been a week now. Uh, Dying Light 2 was shown off. It's the first-person parkour zombie game. I put the gameplay looks amazing, but the plot seems very faction-based, and it takes 20 years from the events of the first game. And it, what I mean by faction-based is that you have to encounter other human factions, and obviously there's going to be some trouble there. Um, my issue with that is that I care more about surviving the zombie horde, or the infected, I think they just call them, uh, rather than other humans. I really don't like... Like, even The Walking Dead, eventually it got to a point where, like, the human conflict completely outweighed the zombie outbreak. Um, and it's not that that can't happen within time and storytelling. It's just it's just so disinteresting to me. I mean, the governor was cool. But, um, yeah, I'm not a huge fan of what they're going towards because it really seems like the focus of the game is, you know, your interactions with the other human factions. But I don't know. I'm not I'm not digging it too much. However, the game does come out December 7th if there's like a beta or a demo. I'll check it out, but the uh, uh, the first game actually kind of hurt my eyes a bit, <laughs> believe it or not. Uh, they kind of just, uh, 
I don't know. It 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 made me uh, I don't know if it, like sick, gave me a headache. I don't remember. Uh, moving on, Microsoft Flight Simulator was shown off again. Um, nothing about the Top Gear expansion uh, to be shown yet. No release date, um, but they did say there'll be a September world update. Uh, be world update number six. There'll be even better. Ev- el- Ugh, wow. Excuse me. Let me try that again. There'll be a new elevation map. Uh, better satellite images and added more airports that you can fly, you know, that you can depart and arrive at. I think that's super cool. And um, they added local legends, planes that are known to certain regions. So these will be planes and aircrafts that are added later on that are very historical from the region that they've, you know, been made. Uh, I think one of the first ones they showed was a, um, like a German, um, old, very old school plane, but look cool. And um, the main developer guy that was there, I forgot his name, I didn't write it down, uh, he basically said that this game is a digital museum of airplanes, and that's kind of what I was thinking about when I was playing Microsoft Flight Simulator, is it really feels like they just wanted to preserve all the airplanes in a digital platform, and they've done a fantastic job, so if you like anything about aircrafts, um, you know, please go check the game out if you haven't yet, it's on Game Pass for uh, PC and Xbox, and I'll be later coming to the cloud. Uh, very cool, very cool game. Uh, then they're adding a drone-like helicopter, and that comes out in November. Uh, Reno Air Race uh, comes fall 2021, where you can race against other players. So it's going to be like a competitive game mode that they're adding. Um, so it'll be very cool. And then I put a bunch of Endies coming to Game Pass. We're moving on from um, Into the Pit is a roguelike shooter. Uh, looks looks uh, weird and looks, I don't know. I can't read my own writing, guys. This is horrible. This is horrible. I uh, lost my page. Oh. oh, God. Oh, God, Ryan. This is why you prepare better. This is why you just do notes on your fucking <laughs> um, uh, phone. And we're not going to cut that out. Sorry, guys. <laughs> uh, quality. Uh, so Age of Empires uh, 4 was shown off next. And they put their hands on history. So it's a document series that you'll be able to experience while you are playing the game. And they uh, showed the trebuchet where they literally went to England and found a replica or a rebuilt trebuchet that uh, a museum has on site. And basically they do a documentary on this weapon because it's such obviously a huge deal from the era of war that the game is exploring. And, uh, you know, I think it's cool. They're about over an hour worth of documentaries that are in the game. Um, That's all they really showed. I probably wouldn't have showed that, but it's okay. You know, uh, I I get it. I probably would have just showed straight gameplay. Uh, October 28th is the release date, and it'll be available on Game Pass on PC. Unfortunately, it's not coming to console. I hope at a later date it does, because I love me some RTSs. Uh, Xbox Cloud Gaming for Game Pass Ultimate is coming to the series consoles this holiday. So Xbox Series S and X will be getting cloud gaming uh, this holiday season. So very cool. I'm very much looking forward to that. There's a lot of games I have where I'd probably just rather stream them if if they, you know, obviously function um, at least 99%, right? Um, rather than have them installed because there's a lot of games I have installed that I don't play enough to, to have installed in my opinion. So I'm excited to check that out. I haven't uh, gone back to check out Cloud recently on my phone, 
So I'll probably go check that out because I want to see the improvements they've made to the cloud services um, for iPhone and such. Uh, next, they showed off uh, Wasteland 3, uh, a game I heard people really love and that they improved a lot. It's a tactical strategy shooter. Um, so it's got like a grid and you can move your characters around the grid. Uh, the next DLC comes out October 5th and uh, it looks very cool. Um, looks like a radio radiation like colony of people and mutated people is something you have to explore and hear engage in their story and obviously encounter new foes and you know unlocks and new weapons to acquire and equipment so should be pretty cool. Um, sea of Thieves Mayhem. Uh, it's from August 24th to the September 7th, and it's a blood um, Bloodlands, really Borderlands uh, crossover. So you can get a Borderlands ship and uh, just do some Borderlands stuff in Sea of Thieves. I thought that was like a random ass crossover, but it's still I, I'm a sucker for crossovers, um, so I welcome them all. Uh, State of Decay 2 Homecoming is coming September 7th. Uh, Homecoming is a new expansion that will be um, available for everyone September 7th. Uh, it looks cool. I reinstalled State of Decay 2 this week because of the announcement just to see how it was with the series upgrade. And the game looks so much better. But the problem is the game just feels so dated. Um, but it's on Game Pass, so there's no reason not to check it out. If you have a series console or a good PC, I recommend you go check it out. Uh, the gameplay is fun. Uh, it's a very survival, you know, very, very much based on survival. You know, uh, hunger, going to sleep, water. Uh, it's very, very survival based. So if that's your thing, I cannot recommend State of Decay 2 enough. Should be uh, quite the surprise for some of you out there. And then uh, they showed off some Psychonauts 2. Uh, Psychonauts 2 is out now on Game Pass for PC and Xbox. And I've and people are clamoring for it. Uh, it's doing really good. It's got great reviews. I believe the Metacritic score is at 88% with uh, reviewers. Um, I've heard nothing but good things. I can't wait to check it out. Uh, people are saying it's like a really good platformer that reminds you of the old school platformers. Uh, one person suggested on another podcast that it feels like Tim Burton made this game with the art style. And it does look like it's paying homage to Tim Burton's art style. Um, so be sure to check that out too. And uh, yeah, that's all I really got. I wrote Laugh Out Loud at me because I thought they would have showed Halo at the game showcase, which you will find out here in a second. They clearly show it at Opening Night Live, which is what we're going to move on to now. So Opening Night Live is games... Gamescom's, you know, actual show, so not Xbox, not just Xbox, it's everyone. And uh, honestly, we got a lot more announcements than I anticipated, which is always a good thing, right? So, uh, yeah, so I'm on The Verge. Um, they have the biggest announcements and trailers from Xbox at Gamescom. I don't want Xbox. I didn't want just Xbox. Uh, that's weird. Okay. Well, we're going to take a break real quick while I get the right list of announcements because uh, I don't want to do just one platform. So I will be right back. All right, guys, I am back, and we are not going to do this in any particular order. I apologize that I had to take another break to go get the right information. But, uh, yeah, we're going to start off with Saints Row. Uh, the open-world crime game is returning after a long hiatus. Uh, Saints Row is a reboot of the series with a new set of characters, and it takes place in a new city, Santo Eliso, and it's scheduled for release on February 25th, 2022. Um, 
I know a lot of people have mixed feelings about this because it doesn't have Johnny Gat from the original franchise. Uh, original trilogy, sorry. Um, and those games were like, they weren't like not serious, but they were a lot more sexual and had a lot of more jokes and more fun. Um, but it looks like this reboot is trying to tone that down a bit and take itself a little bit more serious, which could really pay off for them or it could be a bad thing. We don't know for sure. Um, uh, I mean, I need to see gameplay first before I do anything. Um, I never really cared for Saints Row, but I know a lot of people do out there. So I'm excited that it's coming back. I just hope it's what fans really want. Uh, next up is something I'm really excited to get my hands on is Marvel's Midnight Suns, The Awakening. Uh, Iron Man, Blade, Wolverine, and other Marvel heroes will take on Lilith, the mother of demons, in Marvel Midnight Suns. The game is different than most Marvel games as it's a tactical RPG with players living among the heroes. Marvel Midnight Suns comes out March 2022, and this game is being made by the creators of XCOM, so you know it's in good hands. Um... Yeah, I, I really can't wait to see how this game works and how it comes out. Um, I think it's going to be pretty badass. So my fingers are crossed for a good Marvel game because we definitely need it. Next up is Call of Duty Vanguard. Call of Duty Vanguard has already been announced, but at Gamescom, the single-player campaign was the star of the show. The new Call of Duty will be released November 5th, and I did see a lot of the gameplay. I gotta say, it looks fucking fun. I really want to check out this game. Um, I hate Call of Duty, but I'm a sucker for World War II, and this game is, I believe this game is like, what if World War II never ended or something like that? Um, so I like a different spin on it. Um, it looks really cool. We got Laura Bailey uh, voicing the main character. I don't know the main character's name, um, but she does a really good job with all of her acting. Um, I think this looks super cool and fun. Um, I wish they would just sell the campaign for like 30 bucks by itself because I don't I don't I have no interest in the multiplayer But um, yeah, I'm excited to see more Vanguard um, The alpha is out now for PlayStation. I think it just ended this weekend actually um, Seems like people like it, but uh, we'll have to see more on that um, And then next up is something you know I want to talk about real quick is Halo multiplayer season 1 cinematic intro and the first shots of it were live action during the show. And the game finally launches on December 8th. Now, they're doing a cinematic intro, which is like what every other game's doing right now. Like Apex, Fortnite, and uh, Warzone. And I am all for it. I am excited to see what story they build throughout the multiplayer seasons. Whatever lore they create. Um, I think Halo is the king of you know creating such a massive lore in their games. You know, whether it's the terminals or um, data pads you find throughout the, the campaign missions, um, Easter eggs you find in the multiplayer levels, even the level design themselves create more lore. So, and it's not that other games don't do this, by the way. I just think Halo really takes the cake at it. Uh, so I'm really excited to see what they do there. Um, but there is something I want to talk about with Halo real quick that I didn't get to talk to you guys about on the podcast because I think they announced it literally the day after the last episode. Um Halo Infinite, if I didn't say already, uh, now I just forget. Um, it will not have co-op at launch, and it will not have Forge at launch. Uh, Forge will probably be out six months after launch. And co-op will not be available at launch. And then also talked about, I think, yesterday or two days ago, uh, the game will not have XP per match. So what that means is when you progress through your battle pass, you have to complete challenges and season challenges and then daily challenges. So you got daily, weekly, and seasonal challenges. 
that is how you progress through your uh, season pass. So uh, just a heads up there. Um, I'm not really for that. I, I'm kind of really against that, actually. I liked earning experience per match. And I still think they could have gone to more of an Apex model where earning XP in, in certain um, weeks in your battle pass gets you more stars to rank up your battle pass. There's just – I feel like there's better ways to do it. Um, no co-op at launch is launch is completely unacceptable in my opinion. I cannot believe this is a reality that we live in. Um, it's honestly kind of heartbreaking for me. Uh, my first ever experience with Halo one was co-op with my friends from my first neighborhood or I'm sorry, my old neighborhood, you know, they, they let me play with them on, uh, the mission Halo. You know, we landed on Halo and they, we got in the warthog and, you know, that experience is so crucial to so many Halo fans out there. I couldn't wait to play with my, you know, Eric, the casual gamer, you know, Jarrett, Alex, um, just so many people that want to play co-op, right? And uh, I think not having that at launch is a huge misstep. Uh, Forge, on the other hand, I'm actually okay with. I think six months is a little too far out. I think co-op should be at launch, and then Forge should be three months later after launch. I'd be perfectly fine with that. I think Forge is going to be... It's, Forge is going to keep the game alive to some extent in customs and whatnot. And even the matchmaking, they might use maps that are built. Um, so I really understand that they need more time for that. But it's like if we're not getting co-op and we're not getting Forge at launch, then what are we really getting at launch? Anyways, I had to stop again because I just sneezed. But yeah, I just think if we're not getting co-op at launch, if we're not getting Forge at launch then what is the complete package we're getting? Because the multiplayer is already free to play. So I hope to God that there's at least like 10 maps, maybe 12 maps at launch. Um, I don't know. It has me worried a little bit because I understand that this campaign is supposed to be the biggest they've ever made, but we also haven't seen gameplay on it yet again. Like we we haven't seen anything besides the showcase last year. And you know, that kind of has me worried. Like, is there enough here to keep the game alive? You have a lot of competition. You have Battlefield 2042, which looks like one of the best multiplayer games ever made. I don't know if it is, but it looks like it. And then you have Vanguard, which is obviously going to be popular in its own right, and they're going to add more content to Warzone with its launch. Um, yeah, I just I just feel like there's too much going on for them to mess this up. So I'm really curious to see what happens. I'm excited for the release date. Uh, December 8th, once again, for Halo Infinite. And then they also announced a 20th anniversary Xbox Elite controller that looks like Master Chief's armor. It's super badass. Um, I'm not going to get it. I did have it pre-ordered, but I canceled it. I just can't justify spending $200 on a controller. And then they have a limited edition Series X <clears throat> that they are constantly selling out of and trying to restock. Um, I think the Series X looks cool. Um, it's just not what I wanted. Like, I wish they would have went for more of a uh, paying homage for the 20th anniversary to the Halo Combat Evolved uh, original Xbox. Kind of make it look like that a little bit. And then have the gold 20th anniversary you know, logo embroidered on it. I don't know. Not embroidered, but you know what I mean. Um, yeah, I just... Uh, I don't know. I'm excited for Halo Infinite, but I don't know. Every time they say something positive they have to say like two things that are negative it's literally taking two steps back so we'll have to see what happens there um like i said the cinematic intro was cool it shows off the commander when she was younger it literally shows london in the future which i thought was super badass and then it shows her now the spartan commander so i'm more interested in her than i am with like spartan lock and shit in one little trailer so that says a lot um 
I just I just hope it's good. That's all. And that's enough for Halo right now. Uh, next up is Cult of the Lamb. Sacrifice yourself. Taking a step away from the big budget games, Devolver, Devolver Digital showed its upcoming Cult of the Lamb. The game comes out sometime next year. Uh, it looks kind of crazy. Uh, I don't really know what to think of that. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge is coming out. Uh, the retro beat 'em up returns. This time, players won't have to save April April O'Neil, as she is one of the playable characters. Uh, no release date for that as of yet. Uh, Morgana joins the gang. Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania, uh, another game celebrating its 20th anniversary. Is Super Monkey Ball? Uh, Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania comes out October 5th, and during the show, it was reveal- revealed that Morgana from PS or um. Oh, it's not PS5. It's uh, what the heck is her name? Anyways, it's um, Persona 5. Excuse me. Will be a new character available for the game. So the bunch of crossover characters. They're calling it the Super Smash Brothers of Super Monkey Ball. Uh, I think it's funny that there is other characters that are in this game. Uh, next up is the Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga. Is is uh, Star Wars series is a series adored by many fans. And the Skywalker Saga lets players run through the entire nine Star Wars movies. It releases in spring 2022. And I gotta tell you guys, for a Lego game, this shit looks massive. It looks badass, too. I can't wait to play this game, especially the Clone Wars era. Uh, I think it's gonna be so cool. Um, I hope there's co-op. I don't know if there is, but I think that would be really cool. Um, So yeah, keep an eye out for that. Um, I think it does look really good. Uh, next up is a new entry in the Outlast series. The Outlast Trials takes place during the Cold War era with players being subjected to gruesome trials. Expect to get scared when this game comes out next year. Uh, next up is Doke V is a monster catching game where humans and monsters known as Doke V exist side by side. No date has been revealed yet. Uh, game looks very cool. Uh, I don't really know what to think of it. Um, uh, it's very interesting to me, but... We'll have to see a little bit more. Uh, Far Cry 6 is next up, and it's the next Far Cry, and it will be released October 7th. And the newest trailer for the game shows more about the antagonist Anton Castillo, Castillo uh, played by actor Giancarlo Esposito. Uh, Castillo, the current dictator of Yara, didn't have an easy life before he took up power in the country. So they show a little bit of that. Uh, New World Chart Your Fate trailer, Amazon Games' first game, New World comes out on September 28th after its beta during the summer. There will be a open beta starting September 9th through the 12th. Uh, so yeah, it's an MMO. Uh, seems to be getting you know uh, pretty decent feedback. Uh, definitely check that out. Uh, there's an open beta for it September 9th through the 12th. Uh, they actually did bring Age of Empires 4 to the Gamescom. They showed some gameplay. Uh, it looks very good. Uh, it's Microsoft's history, real-time strategy game, and it adds more civilizations for players to battle each other with it. It launches on October 28th. Valheim Hearth and Home is a cinematic trailer where they, the Norse mythology open-world game Valheim made a big splash when it came out. Uh, when it comes out next year, after selling 7 million copies, well, it already came out. That was such a weird way they wrote that. The first content update, Hearth and Home, will add balancing changes and improve gameplay along with adding more to the game when it comes out September 16th. Uh, Saifu Slow Clap um, is a third-person martial arts game 
that has bone-crunching combat and comes out February 22nd. Next up is Death Stranding Director's Cut, and it's coming out September 24th for the PS5. Death Stranding Director's Cut adds even more to the game. There are more options to help you carry your load, including a buddy bot that carries you. Players can revisit old boss battles and see how they rank. There's also a new racetrack, more missions, and additional music tracks. Uh, pretty cool. Um, yeah, so uh, Elden Ring was also there. Uh, Elden Ring looks insane. Um, just a lot going on. Um, honestly, it was a it was a cool show. They just kept showing more content, and um, I think that's what everyone likes to see, you know. Um, so it's it's pretty exciting. Uh, like I said, Halo Infinite, you know, you got that. You got Marvel, Midnight Suns, Call of Duty Vanguard Campaign, Dying Light 2. Oh, and then also, I am so sorry, uh, Horizon Forbidden West has been delayed till February 18th, 2022. But honestly, I think that's a good delay. You know, uh, work on the game more. Um I didn't think their last showcase of it was that great, but I know the game's going to be amazing. Everyone still talks about Horizon um, Zero Dawn. I think that's what it's called. Um, the game is a, it's a great franchise made by amazing developers, so I can't wait to see that game when it comes out. Uh, I don't have a PlayStation 5, so I won't be buying it, but it's okay. Uh, the first eight minutes of Forza Horizon 5 debuted at Gamescom. It's basically where they show you a bunch of cars, and it will most likely be a demo that we hopefully get. And, uh, yeah, it's coming to Game Pass Day 1, November 9th of this year. And, uh, honestly, the game is looking insane. I, I can't wait to get my hands on this game. Uh, Elden Ring now has a release date for January 20, 20, 22, 2022. Jesus Christ, that's so tough to say. Uh, the game looks incredible. I think I'm going to get my... I think I'm going to check it out. I don't know. I suck at the Dark Souls games because I'm not patient. So we'll have to see what happens. But, um... Yeah, guys, that's uh, that's Gamescom, and there's a lot to look forward to, I think, for a lot of people out there. Um, I'm very much looking forward to all these new releases we have coming out this year. You know, we have the Pokemon games, Halo, Call of Duty, Battlefield, Back for Blood, um, uh, Forza, you know, just, just so many freaking games, so many content updates, uh, anniversary updates, um, yeah, there's a lot to look forward to here. Uh, thank you all so much for listening to the podcast. As always, I want to remind you, please share the podcast around with anyone you think would be interested. Uh, please be sure to follow my Instagram at It Just Works Podcast. Once again, that is at It Just Works Podcast. I am your host, Ryan, and I will talk to you guys next week. Take care now. Our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. 
by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.